today, we shall still be talking about that promise for the month. Which says, that is Proverbs 27, verse 17. The topic for today is iron sharpen iron. That is my topic for today. As you can see as it's displayed. As iron sharpen iron, so one person sharpen another. John 8 verse 32 says, As you know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. While your iron is sharpening iron, ensure that you know the truth. According to John 8 32. And you know, and you shall know the truth, and it shall set you free. Let me ask you a question. Let me start like this. How many of you have looked into mirror today? Just wave your hand if you have looked into mirror. Hallelujah. I could see that some people, their hand is not up. Now, let me ask. How many of you can live in a house without mirror? Hallelujah. Yes? Thank you. We still have people that they don't see it. And what is the first thing that you are doing in the morning? You may not answer me. I want you to have that deep answer to yourself. As you get up in the morning, sometimes we do many things that is now becoming our daily routine. So, and uh, many people, many of you, you do different kind of things in the morning. There are some of us, when we wake up, we stretch, we open our mouth, we move side, we move left, we move right. Then we go to the mirror and see ourselves. That is when you see the truth about yourself. For the sister, at that time, no makeup. <laughs> Correct? For the brothers, you look exactly how you look as at that time. So, I'm, I'm sure that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you will not get scary because you are seeing your true self. Mirrors are very honest. So when you want to sharpen yourself, sharpen yourself with somebody who can reflect, who can reflect yourself, who can tell you the truth that, yes, this is how you look like. Hallelujah. I know most of us, like I said, we don't want to live in a house without mirror. But sometimes many of us, we want to live our life with no mirror. Sometimes we have friends, we have relatives, we have people that speak some things into our life. Try to sharpen you, but you take it differently. You see him being offensive. Believe me, there are some things some people will tell you, it may look negative to you. But when you sit down again and review in your mind, you will see some kind of element of truth. That is a mirror that are reflected in your heart. Amen? You need human mirror. Human mirror, not the physical mirror now. Who can show us some of the things about ourselves that we may not want to hear When the knife sharp knives, if you do that in, in, in darkness, you will see that it will spark. There will be something like it will be sparking. That is fire. But what they are doing, the end result is to make them useful. Sharpen yourself with somebody who will tell you the truth. Who will not encourage you to what you are doing. In fact, that, that kind of person is not helping you. Amen? Some people are in our life because God has placed them there to shape us, to model us, to sharpen us. It may be somebody you even consider as enemy. That when you see him coming, oh, he's coming. But God, because of the love of God, he place, God places those people in your life so that they will continue to whisper all the action will continue to speak to you 
about yourself. At times it hurts. Whatever they are saying may hurt you, but element of mirror or element of truth, you can find it there. So when we are saying iron sharpen iron, you need not to keep denying the truth that somebody that God has placed in your life continue to tell you. God put these people in your life. They will continue to refine you, to remodel you. And at times, it will be like they are holding the mirror for you to see what you are doing. Don't forget, the, the, it says, iron sharpen iron. You also, you have to reflect what they are to them. Because they are sharpening you, you also have to sharpen them. It's not that you take from them alone. You are waiting for them to tell you something. When you see somebody, a friend, a relative, even your spouses, that need sharpening, I'm not saying you should do it in a confrontational way. But ensure that you do it in a way that pleases God. So, to the promise for this month, as iron sharpens iron, so man sharpens the countenance of his friend. It means that iron could not be sharpened by what? By aluminium. When you do that, what happens? One will be injured. One will be destroyed. Can you use wood to sharpen iron? Before you know it, the wood is off. Iron will always Sharpen the iron. So that means you have to associate yourself. You have to associate yourself. Go with people that you are in the common goal. If you are sharpening yourself with a drunkard, you know what that is means. Gradually, you will be convinced that okay, let me have it. Let me just have it a test. Gradually, you will be diverted. Your attention will be taken away. You need to know the kind of people you are sharpening yourself with. Hallelujah. You need not to, uh, to run around with a fool. No. You know that this person is not in line with what you believe. And you decide that, that yes, it's him. You wake up in the morning, you pick your phone call. Hey, Buddhist. What are you doing? Amen? So, someone that you believe will build you up. These are the kind of peers you need to move with so that they can sharpen you, you can sharpen them. It may not be your church member. It may be another church member. You are sharing the message. This is what we hear today. That is what was said today. In my church, you compare and see you benefit from him or her, he also benefits from you. So this scripture, this Proverbs 27, 17, expressly speaking about relationship. It speaks about relationship. Like when the two hands watch each other, the hand becomes clean. That is how we should be. So we should support one another that is when you rub my back positively, I also rub your back positively. With this, we can grow. It shows how relationships are exchanged and appreciated. It is our responsibility to make effort to pull people we agree with. You see something good in them. You say it. That yes, brother, sister, you are doing wonderfully excellent. And at the same time, they should be able to pull out from you what is good. While you are looking at the area that is good, also you pull out the area that you feel that it is not enough. Don't just condemn. Pull in a positive way that they will appreciate whatever you have done. So you can measure how great you are when you can pull the best out of the people that you associate with. That they will come back to you and say, oh, brother, I really appreciated whatever you have done. So in the process of pulling out the best in them, 
they are also helping you to use, to maximize your own ability to pull out. That is whatever gift God has given you. You are using that to pull that out from them. So this month, we are reminding you, move, there's this saying that says, a bed of the same floor, fly together. Move with people that can sharpen you. Not people that can make you dull. Not people that will kill your spirit of worshiping God. When King Solomon was saying, I just sharpen iron, this suggests that the relationship you involve yourself should be equal and beneficial to one another. All the parties should benefit. There are some people, they are just takers. They take, they take, they take. Yes, they can be taken from you. But the moment you discover that they are doing high service to you, don't get too much entangled in such relationship. Keep praying for them so that they can change. But don't allow them to drag you away from the presence of your God. What am I saying here? You need to involve yourself in in relationship that is productive. Don't get entangled in unproductive relationship. Continue to pray for those ones that only take from you. They need more advice, they come to you, fine. You ask them for something, they are not able to tell you, okay, they may not have solution. Keep praying for them. You do something bad, you yourself, you know that what I've done is not good, but still, they pretend not to see it. Brethren, don't get too deep into that. What am I saying? Simply surround yourself with people that have common interests with you. And they can pull you out as you pull them out. Iron, sharpen iron, takes the wise principle of being sharpened by another to develop yourself. That is why I love the home cell. Many home cells are very lively. Yes, that is iron, a sharpening iron. Because you exchange, you interact. The book of Galatians we are studying. I've been to a couple of uh, home cells. And I see the discussion that is going on in some of these home cells. Be part of that home cell. See how people are discussing issues. See different opinions. We may not have the opportunity of doing it in the church here, but the opportunity is there at the home cell level. So, the book of Proverbs itself is a book about wise saying. How important to be wise. How important. In fact, in that book also, you will find general saying of wisdom, truth to life with integrity, honesty, morally, and in relationship, even with your spouses. You will find it in the book of uh, Proverbs. Even with your children, with your friends, with your neighbor, with your business. Now, let's go to the business. Don't do business with somebody you are not benefiting from. If you are doing business with somebody, it's just taking from you. Nothing is coming in return. Iron needs to sharpen iron, not iron sharpening wood. One will be imparted more. In the book of Proverbs, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That is Proverbs 1, verse 7. And even in chapter 9 also, again, it repeats that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge, and of the only one is understanding. These are wise saying that you need to look into. Why am I referring to this? When you think of sharpening yourself, you need to be wise. You need to have the fear of the Lord. So what do we do when we learn about the wise saying and the principle of how we can sharpen ourselves, how we can be sharpened? We learn that, we learn what it means to be sharpened. Okay, when a knife is not sharp, it is not productive. It is not useful. 
It is not helpful. It's not even ready to do anything. So we have to be sharpened as a man is to be ready for life. Is to be ready, is to be useful. Useful in the house of the Lord. Useful for your family. Useful for your society. Useful for the kingdom of God. And be productive. Useful for the society. This discipleship training is ongoing now. Many people are getting the form. How long have you been in this year without you? Without you now. Knowing that, yes, you have to join one ministry or the other. It is very, very important. Get yourself involved. When you get yourself in the praise and worship ministry, you will see that iron will sharpen iron. Different kind of voice. One voice go this way, another one go that way. When we hear here from the, other, from the congregation, we have the melody, the sweet melody. When you, felt, when you join the ushery ministry, you'll be sharpening on how to relate with people. When you are in Friday class, you'll be sharpening out to endure the children. Intercessory ministry. You'll be sharpening out to stand in the gap. While you are praying for somebody, somebody else is praying for you. If you get involved in excellent and women ministry, that is where you see relationship. Interactive. Like I refer to home cell. Brethren, if you are not attending any home cell, please find yourself to a closest home cell to you. So that you can be sharpened with the word of God. So to be sharpened is to be ready, is to be useful, is to be productive in life and in society. It means to join together and grow to meet the challenge in life. Even ready for internal life. And that is why I'm here. For you listening to me, I'm sharpening you. For me seeing your faces focusing on me, you are sharpening me. When the word that I share sharpen your life. You testify. When the prayer we offer here, you testify. It allows us to do more. Our prayer, our messages have sharpened you. Your testimony, your life also sharpening us. When pastor can sleep with his two eyes closed at home, it means you are at peace. Your testimony is sharpening him. Imagine you call pastor in the middle of the night with a very different voice. He will take off quickly and come over to your house. When I lost an uncle, I called pastor late in the night. When he heard my voice, he came straight to my home. So, brethren, our prayers matters. Let's keep sharpening ourselves. Pray for pastor. He is praying for us. Because when you are at peace, he's at peace. We will not receive any emergency call concerning him in Jesus' name. And he will not receive any emergency call concerning you in the mighty name of Jesus. Even people that travel, they call him. This is how we can sharpen ourselves. Let your life, let it be an example that sharpens life. We can see it in the life of Jesus Christ himself. When you are begin to sharpen yourself in a scriptural way, it means to be joined together and grow. To me, the challenges of life, as I said, you have more faith in Jesus Christ. So this principle is clear. Just as iron sharpen iron, so we sharpen and influence someone to get him prepared. To make him willing, willing to be useful, to be productive, and to grow in every area of their life. We learn the process of sharpening in life. And what does it take? It takes intention. It takes intention. Just as iron has the purpose of sharpening iron. So we must have intention of sharpening one another positively. When you see those bushes, they do it sideways. If they are doing it this way, what do you think is happening? They are destroying it. When you are sharpening yourself, you need to do it in a positive way. 
Amen? The process is that we need to seek those who can sharpen us. And at the same time, we need to intentionally seek those who we can sharpen in our life. Like I refer to the message here that we have been giving, it's sharpening you, maybe it's, let me call it Friday, Friday tonic. Right? But it's not just Friday, Friday. We have weekly program also. The choir were there on Tuesday, if you don't know. Discipleship there were there on Sunday. On Wednesday also, they were there. And intercessory, they were there yesterday. Tomorrow they are going to be there. So I think the only three day in, on Mondays and Fridays, home cell are there. You see, we are sharpening ourselves. I can't see the only any three day. So it's not about Friday, Friday tonic. It's coming. But how are you participating? That is the question. So, brethren, what is our intention in sharpening another? The intention according to scripture is to help that person become complete and ready in life for the eternal life. Jesus Christ is an example. Luke 2, chapter, Luke chapter 2, verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and status and in favor with God and men. He grew. He was sharpening in wisdom. You also can be sharpening in wisdom. Physically, spiritually, you can be sharpened. Even socially, you can be sharpened. The excellent men, they had their outing. I know the women ministry also will be looking for that. Socially, we also sharpen ourselves. Sometimes the church will say, okay, let's go to Ryan Park. We are also sharpening ourselves. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. So for people to be sharpened, there must be relationship. There must be what? Are you there? Or oh, you want me to end this uh, message? Okay. There must be what? Relationship. If I have an iron, iron sword this time, and you have iron sword, we want to sharpen it. What will happen before they can be sharpened? Anybody? Yes? What will happen? I have a sword. You have a sword. We want to sharpen it. What will happen? There must be contact. Right? Yes. That is relationship. There must be contact. So, it will not be sharpened if they are not contacting each other. That is relationship. This world must be in contact with each other to be sharpened. So, it is with us too. You can truly sharpen another person if you are together. If you are not together, you cannot sharpen him. Although the world is becoming smaller. Online, online. But at the same time, physical sharpening also, myself, I believe in one-on-one talk. I want to talk to you. I want to look straight to your eyes and say what it is. And I want you to look at my eyes and say it is. When we are having online, two years back, many people hide the, behind the camera. We don't know. Maybe you just on your system and you are doing something else. And we are counting the number of people that attend. You are not sharpening yourself. Make it physical and sharpen others. Hallelujah. And when we have the relationship, what does that mean? That is fellowship. And that is the theme for this year. Fellowship. Because there is no way you have relationship, you will not fellowship together. I have relationship with all of you here. I can, outside the after the door, even newcomers that is coming for the first time, many of you, you go to them, you greet them, you, yeah, you are building a relationship. You have tried to sharpen the newcomer's confidence that, yes, this is where we have love. Amen? So the Bible called that kind of relationship fellowship, which is our theme for this year. So the process of contact influences each other. Must be positive. The positive aspect is required not to cause damages. Like I said, you are sharpening an iron. It should be side by side. The moment you are doing it edge by edge, you are destroying it. It should not be destructive. You need not to make your relationship dull. You have to influence 
in the right path. I keep saying you have to. Don't forget, you also have to benefit because the message for this month is iron sharpening iron. If I say you have to, then you need to know that I must also take. It has to be beneficiary. If you are sharpening one side and your side is not sharpening, please pray for that person that God should open his mind so that he can sharpen you. But don't get deep into such relationship so that you will not be dragged away. We sharpen one another by influencing each other. But it's also important to influence one another in the right way, as I said. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, I will read. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Do not be misled. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, that's what he said. That is why the Bible calls each of us to teach and encourage, set an example, explain, exhort, urge, motivate each other towards love. Don't be fool. At all. Motivate each other. Hebrew 10, verse 24 to 25, Hebrew 10. And he said, let us consider one another, let us consider one another in order to stay up love and good work. You need to build relationship. Stay up one another with love and good work. Not for, verse 25 now, not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much, the more you see the day approaching. Iron, sharpen iron. That's what that scripture also is saying. It's talking about fellowship. Not forsaking assembly of each other. Our attitude should encourage one another. We need to receive and we need to take. We need to receive, we need to give back. Not just, don't just be a receiver. Encourage others. And while you are encouraging others, let them encourage you. The Bible also teaches us to be careful in the word we use, the example we set, and what we are influencing others to do. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of our mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearer. While you are sharpening others, don't allow the corrupt world to proceed out of your mouth. The process of sharpening one another involves relationship, as I said, and influence. When you are influencing the other, don't allow the wrong words to come out of our mouth. One thing is for certain is that you cannot sharpen one another by being indifference, by being moderate, by being sitting on the fence. You see something that he's doing that you're supposed to let him know that whatever you are doing, brother, sister, I don't think this is right. But because you don't want to offend him, you don't want him to feel bad, you are not able to encourage him, you are not able to sharpen him correctly. No. You can't do, you cannot sharpen anyone through that. Don't just pretend as if you don't see. If you want that person to sharpen you, tell that person the truth. Be the mirror where I started from. Be the mirror to that person. Let him or her see herself the way it is. The scripture also demonstrates for us some of the process that we can use to sharpen one another, parent and children. Deuteronomy chapter 6, I will read verse 6 to 7. This command that I give you today are to be upon your heart. Impress them on your children. Talk about them with you. when you sit at home and when you walk along with them. You are trying to sharpen your children. That is what he's saying here. This is a command. 
It's a command. It's God's command. It's an example of father influencing or sharpening his children. Friends to friends. If you are my friend, scripture also talk about that. You did, I've talked mostly about that, that you moved it with friends that you can benefit, that can sharpen you. I'll just give you a sample. You can go and read that on your own. David and Jonathan, they made a covenant of friendship and peace. And it lasts for so many de- descendants. When you read 1 Samuel 20, read 1 Samuel 20, you will see what I'm talking about there. That is friend to friend. Old men with young men. Titus 2. Titus 2 verse 6. Likewise, I saw the young men to be sober-minded. To be sober-minded. We are talking of influence here. When the old men, they saw the young men, show them the path to follow so that they can be sober-minded. What about old women with young women? The same Titus 2. Three and four. The old women, likewise, that be reverent in behavior, not slandered, not giving to much wine, teachers of good things, that admonish the young women to love their husband, to love their children. Sisters, bring up your children. You need to have influence in their life. Start building them. Don't wait till a certain age. Let the iron begin to sharpen the iron from the beginning. Don't wait till when they reach a certain stage. God bless you, sisters. I know many of you, when in a certain stage, you begin to tell your daughter, you'll be seeing something like this, 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 like that. You are preparing them. You sharpen them for the next stage of their life. Hallelujah. Teach older women so that they can train the younger women. What about teachers and students? Teachers and students. Matthew 28, verse 28. Teaching them to observe all things that have commanded you. If you go back to that Titus 2, verse 7. He said, in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works. In doctrine. Showing integrity, reference, incorruptibility. That is Titus 2.7. Teachers, the teachers here, they know how they influence their student. If I've not been sharpened by my teacher, I will not be standing here. They pass their knowledge to me. Maybe they sharpen me in that time. Many of my teachers, I'm sharpening them now also. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ with other brothers and sisters in Christ. That is fellowship. That is fellowship. That is another way to sharpen ourselves. Hebrew 10. Hebrew 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider one another to steal our love and good works. I've read it before. Not forsaking the assembly of each other. First Thessalonians 5, 11. Let us encourage and build one another up. This year is declared the year of fellowship. How many people have you fellowship with? It goes beyond seeing here. It goes beyond outside, fellowshipping after the service. Have you visited them? Have they visited you? Have you interacted with any of them? Five months into the years, into this year now. Ask yourself, who am I fellowshipping with? Or who are my friends? These are the questions you need to ask yourself. All followers of Christ need to be sharpened. That proverb, the promise for this month, all followers of Christ need to be sharpened. The entire process of sharpening Christians, Christians come down to each and every one of us. Be able to sharpen ourselves. There are different kinds of techniques that we can do. Show love to one another. It's a way of sharpening each other. If you are showing love to somebody, that we encourage him. John 13, verse 34 to 35. John. A new command 
I give you, that you love one another as I've loved you, that you also love one another. Okay, let me just explain that briefly. Jesus made this quite clear when he said, I give you a new command, commandment. This is not suggestion. It's not suggesting to you. It is an instruction. It is a commandment. And he did not stop just, I give you commandment. He said, love one another. That is what he said. It's not one way. One another. Love one another. You are sharpening each other. He added, as I've loved you, he gave example of himself, that he loved us. That means he has unselfish love. Verse 35, by this, all we know that you are my disciple. Let people see outside that, oh, he's a Christian. With your behavior, with your love that you are showing to people. Jesus showed this. Another way that you can sharpen yourself is confession and prayer for one another. James 5.16 Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. We are listening to this particular verse every Friday. Who know that? Wave your hand if you know that. Yes, the effectual fervent fervent prayer of righteous man, what? Availed much. We need to confess ourselves mutually, honestly, openly. The openness should be there. We need to do that. When we say effective fervent prayer, availed much, the energetic, the passionate prayers of godly people, it has power. It has influence. Because you have nothing to hide. You open your mind. Amen? We are not just trying to pray for ourselves or for others. Many times, God takes care of our, ourselves whenever you pray. God takes care of your need. Those in the intercessory team, ministry, they are standing in the gap praying for us. God is taking care of them. Amen? What about singing and study with one another? I love many of themselves. They sing, they pray, they do many things together. Doing what is necessary for each other help us to stay focused on God. Studying the word of God with each other, singing hymns and other faiths help us to further the process of sharpening. When you do this together. That's why the church also is organizing. Home cell, we come together. We have home cell program here. Sometimes towards December, we encourage carols, either in group or personal. We want you to sharpen us with your voice. Amen? Colossians 3.16 say, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one in psalms, in hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. We need to build up each other's faith. We are sharpening ourselves in various home selves when we do this. Showing humility to one another. You respect me, I respect me, I respect you. If you are showing arrogance to me, I give you, praise the Lord, brother. I, you are responding negatively. I begin to think, is this brother really a believer? We need to humble ourselves. By humbling yourself, you are also sharpening the other. Because even that person has the arrogant way of life before. Because you always humble yourself before him. A time is coming, you'll be thinking that, I think I'm being rude for this brother. Each time he greeted me, I just waved my hand. Now, your attitude, your humility has sharpened him. Showing humility to one another. Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness, lowness of mind, let each esteem other better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. That's what Philippians is saying. What about the word or deed of encouragement for, to one another? I've been talking here for the past, maybe going to 30 to 40 minutes now. 
I'm being sharpening you with the word that is coming from my mouth. For you paying attention to me, you encourage me, you are sharpening me that, brother, speak more. You believe? If all of you decide to do this way, you kill my morale. But because that brother is focusing on me, yes, brother, God bless you, you smile. Because he's focusing on me, when I see his eyes contact, that's sharpening my mind. Sharpening each other. In word. First Thessalonians 5.11 Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as we are also doing. That is also command. He commands the Christian to encourage each other. Uh, because of our time now, let me just move faster. Spending quality, quality time together. Yes, fellowship with together. Call your fellow one time, uh, I will say this, pastor called me and my family, we fellowship together in a restaurant. Yes, he's fellowshipping. Fellowship together. Call somebody. Let's have get together. It may be your home. You need not to go out to anywhere. You are sharpening the relationship. Amen? Colossians, 3, 12 to 13 say, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against one another, even as Christ forgive you, you must also do. You need to sharpen one another. Forgive one. If you don't have forgiveness, your spouse offended you. You come to church. Believe me, all this message I'm saying here will go from this here and pump out from here. You will lose. Have forgiving spirit. Have forgiving spirit so that your attention will not be diverted. The question are, who are you sharpening? Who is sharpening you? What is your intention of sharpening others? Are you sharpening others to benefit only? Are you doing high service in your sharpening? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself. How are you sharpening others to be ready for the kingdom of God? Fellowship with others can sharpen your personality and make you a better person on condition that you have that maturity and healthy attitude. If you don't have a healthy attitude, you need to have the accommodative spirit. Sometimes brother can sharpen you in a way that is hot. Friction, for those that do physics, friction will be there. But in this case, that friction between the two knives, when they sharp each other, make them useful to the purpose that they are meant for. So the company will keep matter. Like I said, we should surround ourselves with people that will be of benefit. When you are hot, it may be uncomfortable, but uh, the proverbs say that Earnest counsel is the source of sweetness in your relationship. One thing we need to look for is to bring to a relationship is the desire to build one another. That is the essence of today's message. You need to build one another. Iron sharpen iron. Don't be scared with the word. Because you might be thinking Francis is bringing iron to sharpen you. No. Amen? I'm bringing value to my relationship. This is what should be in your mind. I am bringing value to my relationship. In conclusion, let us partake upon the journey of sharpening each other. And in doing so, let us not forget the reason why Christ so commands us in doing. To be brothers and sisters of faith. For who? For the glory of God. Taking time to do as we should as we should, and being obedient to God is very, very important when you sharpen each other. And my last question for you, what kind of relationship are you now? Begin to think within your mind. What are you bringing to the table in your relationship? Is your relationship self-serving or is loving? We should work on being the kind of friend we want to have. You have to work on it. 
But lastly, do you have the courage to engage in a wise relationship? Your life and future will depend on this. This is my message for you, brother and sisters. This month, it goes beyond this month. Iron will continue to sharpen what? Iron. May God bless his word. Let us rise up. I want you to appreciate God for this opportunity, for giving us his flesh and his blood so that we can be strengthened, so that we can be able to face every challenges that will come our way. Because by strength shall no man prevail, but by the Spirit of God. I want you to appreciate him and give him praise. Thank him for the blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary for you. Thank him, give him praise. Exalt his holy name. Jehovah, we thank you. We bless you, we appreciate you. We thank you for your blood that you have given to us. We thank you for your flesh that strengthened us. We bless your holy name. We pray, Lord, that your strength will come on us mightily. In the name of Jesus. That nothing will come our way that we will not be able to withstand. In the name of Jesus. I also want you to pray and say, Father, as I'm a partaker of your flesh and blood, of this flesh and blood on earth, Lord, let me not miss that supper with you in heaven. Begin to talk to God. I pray, my Father, that I will not miss that supper with you in heaven. Lord, I pray that you will help me. I pray that you will quicken me, Lord, that I will be partaker with you in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will strengthen me to see myself in the mirror, in the mirror of your word, in the mirror of your holiness, so that I will do the necessary adjustment so that I will be partaker with you. My Father, my God, let my mirror not be darkened. Let me be able to see you and see myself. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Our pastor has given the word. And he made us to understand that we need to sharpen ourselves. The question is, why do we need to sharpen ourselves? And he mentioned it. For us to be useful. Praise the Lord. For us to be useful. For us to be ready for life. Are you ready to be useful for the Lord? You know, when we want to take a job, we go for trainings. Amen. When we want to be useful in a particular way, you take training in that direction. You want to be useful for the kingdom, you have to sharpen yourself with the word. The Bible says, except a man is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot what? Enter the kingdom. The water is the word that helps you, that cleans you, that makes you worthy. My prayer today is that, Lord, and I want you also to pray that prayer and say, Father, help me to sharpen myself and be useful even for thy kingdom. Begin to talk to God. I pray, Jehovah, help me, Lord. To sharpen myself. That song says, I place you in front of me so that it will be me and you, Jesus. My Father, I pray, 
help me, Lord, to see you and sharpen myself. And see you and sharpen myself. That song says, I be like Jesus day after day. That I will sharpen myself and I will resemble you more and more. Help me, Lord, in all my ways to look like you. That people will see me and say of a truth, this is a Christian. This is a follower of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. My Father, I pray for that strength, O oh Lord, to do more than I can do physically with myself. Let your spirit enable me. Let your spirit transform me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Father, we also commit our brother, Brother Raphael Adeyemi, who lost his father yesterday. We pray that you will comfort him in the name of Jesus. Uh, they will be going through so many traveling and so many expenses. Lord, I pray that you will meet them at the point of their needs. That in all they will do, that your name will be glorified. Thank you, Jehovah. We give you all the praise. Once again, Lord, I pray that your grace will continue with us. And we begin to reflect ourselves in you every day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your holy name. We thank you for the service today. Thank you for all the blessings that you have blessed us. Let your name be glorified. Let all glory be unto you. Thank you, Jehovah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us share the grace in fellowship with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall 